Hello, and welcome to Manga Explaining, the show where we recommend great manga to folks who haven't read much manga before. Manga Explaining is hosted by Deb Aoki, Christopher Woodrow Butcher, Chip Zdarsky, and myself, David Brothers, and filmed in front of a couple of pets, several houseplants, and multiple overloaded bookshelves. Follow along with our show notes and reading list at mangasplaining.com. This week, we are still on break. But we'll be back next week with business as usual, but I wanted to squeeze in one last interview with another friend of the podcast, Jamila Rouser. Jamila is the founder of Black Jose Press, a publisher dedicated to comics by and for women of color and non-binary people of color. I've known Jamila for probably 10 years now, more or less, and she's always been passionate about hearing and telling these kinds of stories. Jose, the manga category, is a big part of that for her. And over the course of this conversation, we dig into what Jose is and what it means from her perspective and a little bit about kind of how tricky genre labels can get as well. Hello, and welcome to Manga Explaining Listen to Me, the most popular subsection of the most popular podcast named Manga Explaining on the Apple iTunes charts. I'm David Brothers, I'm your host this morning, and I'm joined with a friend of mine, the creator of Black Jose Press, the co-creator of graphic novels like Wash Day. How are you doing? Good, good. Yes, I'm Jamila Rouser. I write comics, mostly published comics, and I love publishing comics about Black women, and I am obsessed with Jose Manga. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to have you on the show because you are kind of... You're one of like the Jose North Stars that I have, the people that I go to to find like tips and things like that. To, like, get the straight dope on what's good and what's not. I, I'm honored. <laughs> like, I I guess I'm not a Jose newbie anymore, but when I was, mm. you know, it, I think I'd just come to Mayoko Ano, like Sakuran, like the vertical yeah. ink days. Yeah. So what was your introduction to the genre? I think my first, the first Jose I read, well, I wonder if Solanin by Ennio Asano. I feel like that's probably semen. Yeah, but, I think so. But it gave me like Jose vibes because of the main character was. Interesting. That was one of the first ones where I was like, I feel so seen as a millennial who like graduated in a recession and, and, and doesn't like know what to do in life and stuff like that. Yeah. But the first like proper Jose was Nana by Ayazawa, the goat. And that literally like changed everything. Once I read Nana, I like just started digging to find more Jose manga, yeah. which was apparently hard to find a lot that were translated. So your girl was reading scans, whether or not, <laughs> you know, feel how you feel. I was also like unemployed, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of my favorite Jose manga are not translated or like. Even still? If they, Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple, but a lot of the ones that I was drawn to when I started to read Jose were in the like things that came out in the like 90s and early 2000s. And so I feel like I missed, <laughs> like, yeah. they, they're probably not going to be published in English <laughs> anymore. But like, that changed the game for me and it changed the game for me as a writer. Like, that really inspired me to be like, this is what you want to create, but like, with black girls. Yeah. And so that's kind of how, like, I would always just tell myself, like, I want to make Black Jose comics. Mm -hmm. Like, I would, like, while I was, like, writing Wash Day, before I even thought about doing a publishing company, I would just describe it as, like, Black Jose. And then when it came time to publish Wash Day, of course, I couldn't just, like, 
make it simple and just publish yeah. my own comic. But I was <laughs> like, I want to see more stuff like this. I want to see more Jose, like adult women comics, like over here with black and brown folks. And yeah. so I felt like I had the skills and passion to do it. And Black Jose Press just seemed like the easiest name for it. <laughs> yeah. Was that very, was it, did you come up with that name soon or did you like, like him and Ha and come up with a lot of others and then finally decide on that one? I had, I had always described what I wanted to create as that. Yeah. I didn't really think of any others. I did have like, and sometimes I still do have like concerns of like appropriation and using the word, like Mm -hmm. what is the line between appropriation and appreciation and I feel strongly I'm in the appreciation zone, but yeah. it's still one of those things that like I thought about and I'm like, should I do that? Like, but I'm not calling the books I'm making manga because yeah. they're comics made over here. So I'm not all the way in that kind of like <laughs> realm, <laughs> but I did like battle with myself. Like every few years, I kind of like go through, should I change the name? Like, are people going to be mad at me? But I'm like, Girl, you live for Jose Manga. You're always hyping it up. Like, this is a, an appreciation. Yeah. And so I had never thought of anything else. Thankfully, it would have been probably hard for me to awesome. think of something else. Yeah. Last time I had to come up with a book company, I came up with Brothers Books. So I have well, zero you, creativity. Did you should anything. <laughs> Brothers is like a mainstay in all of the things <laughs> that, <Yeah>. that you <laughs> have. <laughs> but so I like the. It was the late 90s, early 2000s that you were kind of latching on to Jose. Yeah. Which was also when manga was kind of popping off in the US. And I think we're close to the same age. That was probably like high school-ish for you. Yeah, but I didn't, yeah, but I didn't read it until late 20s, early 30s. I see. Yeah, because I didn't get into comics until like comics, like regular, proper really until college. Mm. And so... I was really drawn to the art style of mm-hmm. the Jose manga of that time and how like different it would be. Like I really love Kyoko Okazaki, like Helter Skelter and just like, yeah. wow, this is like messed up. Like this story <laughs> is like really screwed up and there's like naked bodies and people having sex and like all of those things that I, I had not read before. Yeah. And exaggerated proportions of like bodies, like extremely long legs <laughs> and necks. Like, who cares? Like, what a proportion is. It looks cool. Like, enormous yeah. eyes. Like, Moyoko Ano is like one of my favorites too. I, it's just like the thin lines and the space that mm. I, I, the pacing was really like big for me. And really helped me like find my own sort of writing style was mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Like I love slice of life and romance and drama, but I like quiet moments in comics and yeah. like things don't always have to be happening in like a very actiony kind of way. And I loved those quiet moments that I would see in like Jose and Shoujo and that like, if you see watch day, it is quiet (laughs) (laughs) and like what she i because i thought like maybe she'll talk in her head i'm like no for what like i don't care about that that is not the point of this comic 
Yeah, just let her be. Yes. And I really liked seeing that in, in Jose manga and the friendships and the messy relationships. Yeah. Like, I just lived for it. And I wanted I wanted more. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we were reading Paradise Kiss on the podcast, I think in the first yeah. season, like 40 episodes ago, I was like, oh, I got to ask Jamila what she thinks. And you basically said, I love mess. And this is hot mess. It is. <laughs> it is. George. Yeah. Like the male characters in a lot of Ayazawa's books are not good men. <laughs> and I like that because it isn't like in your, especially like dating in your 20s and, and 30s or whatever. Like yeah. you will everybody's not going to be sweet and perfect. It's not going to be a shoujo, like sweet confession and hold hands kind of thing. Like things will be messy. People are jerks. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get caught up in it and, and make decisions that when you get older, you probably have been like, yeah, I shouldn't have stayed with that person. Or I shouldn't have been with that person. So I really related to the, I felt realness of that. Like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> like, and and I, I felt like a friend watching a friend's like, like, no, don't, don't do this. You know better. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, well, girl, back in the day, you was doing some, <laughs> you were dating some people you should have just not given the time to. Yeah. I really like connected with that. And I, yeah, I love mess. Like, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. And I had this realization on our, we read Our Dining Table, a boys love romance manga recently. And it made me realize that most of the boys love I've read has been porn because my friends are like, hey, check this out. And it's been porn. (laughs) It was Jose, like 100% of it has been hot mess, including like Sakuran, which is from the feudal era. Oh my gosh. She's, (laughs) can I say bitch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's such a bitch. Like, I love, like, she's like, the attitude is like, I love how the characters are just not like very imperfect and flawed characters, but you see the, the like moments where you're just like, you really feel for them. Yeah. Like, I feel like Moyoko Ano could draw an amazing Foxy Brown. Like, she has a sneer that she can do. Yes. Oh my gosh. My dumb Jose question is Is there Jose adventure manga of like, Ooh. A super bad lady doing Tomb Raider stuff. Oh my god! Like running through your house like a Tomb Raider, like Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Um, uh, have I read anything like that? Because the emotional uh, stuff is good, but I'm very basic. I'm like violence too. I have not read anything like that. I think. Well, I I think Land of the Lustrous is probably shoujo. Oh yeah, that one's good. But it is beautiful and the action, like the, the art is simply amazing. It's like one of my favorite just art styles. Yeah. And there's a lot of action in that and not your average sort of like, quote unquote, magical girl story. Like things mm-hmm. are dark. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like close what I would say. And a bride story. Ooh. I there is so it's not like really actiony, but there are some action things that happen, but it's definitely more about like Yeah. You know, leans on the romance, slice of life. But it is gorgeous. It's like one of the best like she's just ever. showing <laughs> off like at the like it's just really just like stunting on like what how? Why the first time what? I got to a double page spread <laughs> that was just like here's a bunch of different textures and fabrics that I drew. Yes. Yes, like, the humans can't do this. Like, How long on. did it take you to do this? And there's like 
details in so many of the pages too. Oh my God. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. That's interesting <laughs> because I keep running into this thing where like sh- Shoujo, Shonen, Seinen, Jose are kind of target audiences more than genres. Mm-hmm, so I keep mm-hmm. trying to find a better way to describe those books where it's more yeah. like specific. Yeah. I need the Megan the Stallion Tomb Raider comic. I know, said it. right? Maybe I got to create that. I don't think yeah. about, I don't, the most action I've done in a comic is in Real Realm, mm. which is a short, like 12 page comic, mm-hmm. which I guess I could like call Jose. And I am thinking of expanding on that. So maybe, nice. maybe I'll, that'll be the first. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're <laughs> out there. I, they just haven't been translated. Yeah, that's I'm probably sure. And that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of as a Jose expert and fan, oh my God. like when you want to make yeah. a story more Jose, Ooh. like what do you do? You're like, this isn't quite Jose enough. I, a lot of the comics I do, I feel like aren't very Jose either. Mm. Like, oh, Takesha, I feel like isn't Jose. It's like autobio more you know something that Mm -hmm. kids could read but i didn't write it for kids i wrote it for myself yeah but i when i think about more jose i think about like experiences that folks in their 20s and 30s have and like the interpersonal relationships that they have and like the dilemmas that they typically are like feeling whether it's like work love friendship like all those kinds of things that's what Mm -hmm. i think about showing off in Jose manga. Interesting. Yeah. And I feel like it's like that, even if it's like a historical Jose or one that takes place in the present. Yeah. Friendship is big for me. That makes me think of Hunter Hunter because you're a big fan of that as well. And like friendship is like a pillar of the shonen action genre. I know. I live for, I live for friendship. Like friendship is power is love is all that kind of stuff. Like, that is and watch day diaries is huge on friendship yeah and sisterhood i i just really love that in comics like friendships in Mm -hmm. comics and that love and and intimacy with friends and i like it a lot in shonen because i i want boys to see that you can like love and and cry and care for your friends yeah like i love a pure boy that cries a lot like that (laughs) is that is like i'm a sucker for it like tanjiro gone like Midoriya like yeah straight up that is the type that I just I'm like oh they're so sweet and pure (laughs) and they express their feelings and I like that because I want like boys and everybody to see it's okay and it's it gives you power I feel like friendship as power is really big in shonen definitely and I and I feel like the way friendship in like Jose and and shoujo even is is a lot more like maybe like a healing or this sort of like comfort. I think that's true, especially in Tokyo Tarareba girls. They they almost shield each other from yeah. everything else. Yeah, like this sort of interdependence that I really like is like you are going through this by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you have your girls, you have your friends to to help you go through this. Yeah, and in Tokyo, Terabia. Terareba? Terareba. Okay. I always say it wrong. It's hard. (laughs) I always say it wrong. I love that one, especially because they're in their 30s. Yeah. I'm like, yes, we're getting 
we're creeping up to like comics where yeah. people are in their thirties. <laughs> we'll get forties one day, and it's so good. Ugh, it's she's ridiculously good amazing. at comics. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so when you are reading Jose now, like, do you find yourself like, do the tropes still excite you? The things you've seen in hundreds of stories before. Yeah, I'm really like basic when it comes to like a sucker for like love triangles. Like I truly I'm reading even though we're adults. Oh yeah. And (laughs) I really am like I I really like that manga, but I I still like it because I don't I feel like those are the only places that really get those kinds of tropes. Mm -hmm. And so they don't feel boring to me. Yeah. I just I'm really like when it comes to my taste, like I it's really obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's very obvious. The part has been fun because I'm learning that it's obvious for everyone, you know? Like everyone has their thing that they latch on to. Yeah, yeah. Like the bit where someone reveals they're wearing like weighted clothes and now they're gonna be super fast <gasps> in martial arts always works. You know? Right, right. And I saw on Twitter, like it happens in the original Dragon Ball in the mid eighties and oh, it happens wow. in Naruto in the early two thousands and both yeah. are super bomb. Yeah. It's like hey, it works. Yeah, people if it love works, it, it for works. a reason. Like love triangles are so basic. I feel like a lot of people probably don't like them, but I like I just live for them. Like I really there's, do. <laughs> there's one that I don't like a whole lot because I feel like it makes everyone involved look bad. But usually I think there's a tension. Mm. The one I don't like is Reed Richards, Susan Richards, and Namor. So mm. I feel like they're already married and they just gotta commit, like choose. Mm-hmm. But in something like Paradise Kiss or Tokyo Tareba Girls or something like that. There's like a thrill of which one is she going to go with? Like, who's yeah. the right one for her? Yeah, yeah. Is there a right one for her? It also aligns uh, with me loving reality show, like love, romance, mm. dating reality shows, like Love is Blind, got new episodes out, which I will be binging, um, yeah. <laughs> Too Hot to Handle, like all those kinds of things. It gives you mess, but it gives you like some really sweet moments where like, mm-hmm. The, the the couples like have these really endearing moments and grow and then it's like you know who's gonna end up with who who wins at the end <laughs> yeah that's probably why i love those shows <laughs> <laughs> with love triangles do you root for the triangle as a whole or do you like ship one like side of the triangle like how committed do you get when you're reading your stories I I really don't I think I just love the triangle as as its own. Like mm-hmm. sometimes like I I don't like that they're happening in the sense of like this isn't good for these people. Yeah. Like this is a bad is not a good experience <laughs> for these three people, but like, you know, the drama and the tension. I yeah. thinking back, like I don't tend to root for like one or the other. <laughs> there is one I will mention that is what is it? Daytime shooting star. This is mm. Shoujo. Where the love triangles with the two students and a teacher. No. <laughs> and it's like, girl, like that happens so, ooh, it happens so much in Shoujo. Like the yeah. teacher romances, which I am like, couldn't they just be like in college? <laughs> or couldn't yeah. that just be another student, please? <laughs> so I could feel like, okay about reading this. But that obviously, I was like rooting for the student because I'm like, honey, he's your teacher. 
Like you can't, this is not going to work. But understanding like as a young girl, the, the draw of an older man and all that kind of stuff. So, but it still makes me feel weird. Yeah. Those are usually the only times when it's like a moral issue. The other, yeah. Yeah. I think it's that or most of the love triangle stuff that I've read. I've noticed a lot of Jose (laughs) is like shoujo can be a little bit dangerous in that sense. Mm. It's like a little bit edgy, but Jose is like, we're going to go right up to the edge of the Grand Canyon and lean (laughs) just a little bit, you know, because it gets really dark, you know, it does. Erika Sakurazawa, Helter Skelter works like these, like, they're heartrending in a way that I don't see in like the act, even even the most emotional shonen manga. Is mm, you'll mm-hmm. cry because it's sad or because it's happy. Jose will be like, oh no, like I know what this is like. Or like I've seen yeah. someone go through this. Yeah, yeah. It feels very relatable. Like I love Erica Sakurazawa. Like I have mm-hmm. like all that I could find from her Tokyo pop books that exist. Yeah. Like I love her, her art style, and she does a lot of gay like like yuri stuff which i live for Mm. but yeah it's just like things are it's complicated i think that's what i find in a lot of jose is like the understanding that these kinds of things are complicated and they aren't going to play out in the neatest way all the time or like a good resolution even which i think is true to life and i think that's why I, i connect with it so much most people got to go to therapy to learn that. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I am in therapy too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we need some some Jose where they go to therapy. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be a heartbreaker. Oh my gosh, that'd be oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, so we talked about Jose manga a fair amount. Mm-hmm. Jose anime live action. Does that kind of work for you? The dramas or? Yeah, there's not too many, but I mm. so I end up watching more shojo. I like, I love shoujo too, shoujo romance and like shoujo about like friendships. Like Kimini Todoke is one of my favorites. Like my mm. love story. I adore. Oh, super cute. I love so, how that one has no conflict. It's so, yes. <laughs> right. It's so like, I, and I love that. And, and that's one of the things I really like about like a lot of the stories is that it doesn't have to be this conflict or these like, like Kimini Todoke has like, some conflict but then it sort of gets resolved with like this the I think this popular girl if I remember correctly but I what outside of Paradise Kiss and Nana it's mostly shoujo mm. that I feel like because I don't I don't know a lot of Jose anime yeah unfortunately I wish that <laughs> <laughs> I was completely fluent in Japanese, so I could just be like, hey, what's up with all the seinen manga being old dude wish fulfillment and all the Jose <laughs> stuff being <laughs> like distressing romance? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Jeez. But so let's talk about what you've got coming up. I feel like we got a good picture of what Jose is like from your perspective. So mm-hmm. you also make comics, if we talked about. You have Wash Day and the upcoming Wash Day Diaries. Yeah, with Robin Smith. Man, I have a lot going on. I feel like I always do. But in June, June 14th, Wash Day Diaries comes out. And so it started with the one-shot Wash Day mini that I did back in 2018 with Robin. And then Chronicle got their hands on it and was like, we want to make this bigger. And I was like, oh, cool. I had no plans of making Wash Day (laughs) more than what it was. Like, 
there was nothing else outside of those 27 pages that I was planning to make. Although I was planning to do, originally, I was going to do wash day, like a series where it was like different genres of different wash day, like situations. But then I was just like, this is one girl to start with slice of life. That's what you live for. So when they approached me about that, I was like, oh, how am I going to make this? Because they wanted to include wash day. Mm. And so I was like, how am I going to make this work in a way that feels like true to what I like my intentions with the the story. And so I just made it a collection of short stories. <laughs> I just made a bunch of different watch days. <laughs> and so, and um, added more friends. And so there's five stories. Watch day is one of them. And then it, each one focuses on a different friend and talks about things from like depression to, you know, good, like, messy like group chat talks and like the sisterhood that they have with each other which I was really happy about because I really wanted to show different types of hairstyles too and so I was glad to be able to do that Mm -hmm. like natural hair was in the original wash day but I didn't want it to seem like I'm on some natural hair (laughs) superior and everything else is like no I'm like let me get a lace front up in here (laughs) (laughs) and show that like it's however you want to wear your hair is fine it's Mm -hmm. really about like the time we put into taking care of our hair in a world that thinks it's unprofessional most of the time unless it looks european Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah i'm excited about that coming out and gotten some good reviews so far from people who have read like the arc so that makes me happy super cool yeah i'm also oh my gosh i also read a lot of jose smut well, mm-hmm. a good amount of Jose Smut. Maybe Just not be a lot. Furious, we didn't talk about Jose Smut on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Secretary is the one that pops in my mind a lot, but I wanted to publish erotic comics and like Smut as well for Black Jose Press, and so found Trinidad's work like a few years ago and was obsessed. Trinidad Escobar obsessed with her work, and she does a lot of erotic comics and i'm like these are beautiful poetic intimate like tender i would like to publish (laughs) your work please (laughs) and so we have a pre-order campaign going out now until march 18th for the print book but the digital book is available now and it's called arrive in my hands and Mm -hmm. it's a collection of queer erotic comics and it is so beautiful so i'm really happy to be able to put that out especially because i want to put more stuff out that i didn't also write <laughs> yeah because <laughs> a lot of i mean of course if i'm gonna write a comic i'm gonna put it out through black shows i press probably but i also am a big fan of so many other people's work that i want to put out but the thing that you know money yeah and time are the big factors in <laughs> the <laughs> our schedule <laughs> makes sense yeah something you just said actually brought up another Jose question Mm -hmm. and it's kind of been a through line in our conversation and actually in the Jose books I've been reading is that acceptance is a big part of Jose as a genre, even Mm. in like the most harrowing stories, you know, where it's just Mm. horrible things happening over and over and over. There's an aspect where it's Mm. like, you got to be true to yourself. You got to follow what's right for you. You got to find your way. And I'm also noticing that in the way you're describing the black Jose press books, Mm. like in Escobar's book, everything I've seen described about it sounds very, in 
inviting, I guess, as a text. Like it wants people to come in and mm -hmm. see themselves or see their loved ones, that kind of thing. Yeah. On a wash day, you want people to be seen no matter what type of hair they have. Like the black hair conversation has been so focused on like, go natural. And that's yeah. it for so long. When it's really like, do what makes you feel good, what makes yeah. you feel beautiful, but like, be conscious of the choice. Yes. Yeah. And intention, like, is really what I try to like embody a lot mm -hmm. is like being aware of what I'm doing. And, you know, especially like listening or, or dealing with problematic things. And it's like, yeah. am I going to continue to be a part of this? Yes or no? Sometimes <laughs> it's yes. And I just am like, well, girl, you got to live with that. And then sometimes it's like, no, I can't. But it's I, I thought about it and I did it with intention. But acceptance. Yeah, I feel like even acceptance and like sad things that happen a lot in yeah. Jose Manga too, which is so wild for me personally now because like I have chronic pain and migraines and I'm trying to like embody this radical acceptance of like, this just may be what your life is and mm -hmm. accepting that because the 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 act of like tr not trying not to accept it causes that friction and even more yeah. pain and frustration and so yeah i feel like acceptance is it's such a broad like it can be applied to so many different things yeah but i think it's also something folks in their 20s like in 30 like millennials probably have to deal with a lot too and that's probably why it's in jose a lot yeah i you know it is what it is it's something people some people hate, other people get it. And I feel like the people that get it are like, it is what it is, which means I need to find my way around it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not yeah. Just necessarily fatalist. but Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't wish that this was happening, but yeah. there is, is not in my control. So what can I control? And how can I, you know, like make my life better by living with this thing that I can't control? Yeah. Like you can't control George from Paradise Kiss. Yo, There's no way. <laughs> if we could, Lord have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> so the last little bit for you. I want to know a couple of your favorite Jose. You don't have to rank it. Just things where you're like, no, these are the ones. Ooh. And then also recommend a couple of more recent books or anything Ooh. you've read recently for our okay. readers, even if it's old. <laughs> uh, I know. I read so many old. I read so many. Like my introduction to Jose was like a lot of older stuff. So most yeah. of my favorites are like, Alter Skelter, Yoko Okazaki, and anything that she makes pink. I even bought Tokyo Bravo Girls. I think that's what it's called in Japanese mm -hmm. because I wanted it. <laughs> so I wanted it so bad, and the cover's really pretty. So I'm like, well, I got that at least. Yeah. But she's really like one of the pillars too. Like her work, Ayazawa, anything Ayazawa does, Paradise Kiss to Nana, like just like staples for me moyoko ano's work yeah i really i really like and i really love her art style mari okazaki is another one whose work i really mm. like supply it came out with i think maybe that's been translated yeah was that tokyo pop maybe probably yeah, yeah. like the ones i have are all like used <laughs> like <I'm>, they're very <laughs> old but i'm like where can i get these books and i love Oh my gosh, I love her her work a lot. And I hope and that is out 
and not translated gets translated because it's mm-hmm. really beautiful. And oh, Kyoko Nananan, who did Blue, which is the only thing that I know has been published in English, but does a lot of other short comics. A lot of her stuff's been published in French. Like they really like dig her work and. I am obsessed with how, like, her art and, like, the quietness and the space that that she uses in it. Erica Sakurazawa. (laughs) (laughs) I have, like, a whole stack of, like, everything I could find by her. Like, I really like her work. Akiko Hikashimura, like, is doing, like, doing what she needs to do. So, like... Princess Jellyfish, I watched the anime of, but I'm reading Tokyo Terrorabia Girls. Close. <laughs> Terrorabia Girls. Terrorabia, thank you. Yeah. Which I love. So that's like a new one that is is out that I would recommend. Mm-hmm. And another new one would be the one I mentioned earlier, even though we're adults. I think that might be most of my favorites. There's some folks that have not been translated that I really like. Yeah like a sakura george she's done like knock yourself out and some other manga and i feel like she's really similar she reminds me of kyoko okazaki a lot awesome and yeah those are those are kind of my like in my shrine of of jose but i haven't read a lot of new or jose I mean, you've been super busy the past few years. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah. And it's just harder to, like, there's just not as much that comes out. So I just end up reading, like, more shoujo a lot yeah. of the times, too. Gotcha. Well, I just realized, even though we're adults, is a love triangle story where I'm rooting for everyone to get with everyone. I know, right? Like, somehow can they all win? But Listen, I, maybe it's not going to go that way. I know. I feel so bad for, like, the husbands. Yeah. And I'm like, like I, I don't, that's one of those where I'm like, I don't know what I want to happen. Yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> yeah. It's really complicated. And I like that. Like, I like that I'm not, like, rooting for one person. Yeah. And I like that they give us, like, their perspectives, too, mm-hmm. which makes it even more difficult to, like, <laughs> ship somebody because you're like, oh, but he's going through this and oh, yeah. but she's going through that. Maybe the most realistic manga in the entire world. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for talking with me. Jamila Rouser, Black Jose Press. Thank you for com. having me. Yes. <laughs> yes. BlackJosePress.com. Jamila Rouser dot com slash everywhere else. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs>